everybody. Welcome to another Please Make This Minisode. It's me, Hobart Thompson, one of your hosts of Please Make This. And I am back here with another edition of one of my favorite minisodes to do. I haven't been able to do it in so long. It's called At the Parties with Hobart Thompson. In this minisode series, I go to parties and I interview the drunken guests at those parties about films they recently watched and what they thought about them. Easy as that. I'm going to do it in so long because clearly the pandemic and I've really missed doing it because I love going to parties, I love meeting the people, and I love drunkenly talking about films with them. So I was very excited to get an invite to my friend Pat's birthday party. I drove, well not drove, I rode the bus and the train out to Logan Square and went to a backyard birthday bash for our friend Pat. Uh, it was outdoors, everyone was vaccinated in attendance, uh, so don't worry, we were being safe. It was a small gathering, but it was a delight to see see all of our friends um we grilled some stuff over a fire we drank some beers and after a little while i started going around the party and asking people about the films they had recently seen now a lot of what you're about to hear are films that you've probably already seen they're classics uh but you know it's the films we turn to during the endless pandemic and all the time it gave us to watch movies so we have some people revisiting some of their old favorites some people catching up on favorites they are uh, you know big films they had never seen and some people enjoying the very few actual movies that were released either streaming or on screens for some reason during 2020 so stay tuned to hear the drunken opinions of my friends talking about movies and we'll catch you on the next Please make this regular soda. I almost called it a mega soda. <laughs> I guess that's the opposite of a mini soda in my mind. Uh, and uh, thanks for tuning in and enjoy the, the the cinema verite audio of a real life party. And also, Pat, if you're listening, happy birthday again, bud. And thanks for hosting the party. Bye, everybody. Enjoy. It's hard, isn't it? It's weird. It doesn't it's have to be. Yeah, too. Take a second to think about it. Take a second to think about it. I think I know it. Okay, okay. Uh, So first off, uh, hey, I'm here and I'm interviewing my friend. Andreas. Uh, So Andreas, what was the last movie you saw? I saw How to Get Ahead in Advertising. Uh, Tell tell me about it. Uh, I don't remember any of the actors' names. Uh, it was on uh, it was on the Criterion app, and I was like, oh, let's. It had a picture of a guy with. uh, a second head coming out of his uh, shoulders. I was like, sure, I'll watch it. So this guy um, is an advertising executive, and he basically runs into this problem where he can't think of what to do for a um, like an acne cream. And then he starts to go insane and develop uh, basically a big boil on his uh, on his shoulder, <laughs> and uh, the boil starts talking to him, and uh, he starts freaking out and thinking that like it's him, like you know something's horribly wrong with him it's because he's working on this acne cream and like he's he's developed this thing uh but no one can hear it but people just see it and it looks like a little pimple um and so he it keeps growing and like he he opens up like it starts like oozing or whatever and he like wakes up the next day and there's like a teeth like teeth and like eyes and like some hair and he's like oh, oh, and he like can't he can't no one else can see it and he doesn't really know what's going on but it's basically his like he started to question whether he should be in advertising at all. And it's his, it's a representation of his ego coming alive. And eventually it has its own like, evil personality. It's an evil version of him. That's also on his shoulder. And what year is this? 1980. It's like 1983. I've, I've definitely heard this title yeah. before, but I had no idea the plot right. was that insane. Right. So I, I was like, okay. <laughs> so he, he, um, 
he eventually like um they schedule this uh they send him to a therapist they the therapist basically just like i just think he needs to get the boil removed but they, <laughs> they, they don't understand that he has this connection with it because he's been lying to everyone like i don't uh, i I don't hear anything. Ooh. He's not talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? We're fine. We're fine. Uh, but what happens is right before the surgery is when you see the fully formed, like, his head, and it's got, like, a mustache. And it's, like, right next to him. And basically, he just, like, he, like, envelops the old version, like, the old version of him. And then he becomes the boil that gets, that, gets, that gets lanced and, like, removed. And then it's his, like, evil personality that's still around. And then, like, until, like, the old version of himself kind of, like, goes away, he just kind of, like, like hears, like, his past, like, conscience or whatever. Um, and then, eventually, he's just, like, super good at advertising at the end of it because <laughs> he let, like, the evil part of him win. And it ends with him, like, um, I think he was on a horse in, like, a meadow at the end of it, like, triumphant because he, like, won. Wow. That was, uh, that was a very good synopsis. Yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, I really liked it. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. I can tell. We got like, the full fucking the, the, the full the whole, full rundown. It was amazing. It's like I, I pulled the Wikipedia summary on you. I'm, I'm, you know, since it was a slow day at work, and I was like, I want to. You watched it at work. I watched it during. Work oh my and god, like, well, bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, I'm just like popcorn. I'm just like, oh my god. And it just, I'm it just doing kinda, homework. Yeah. Don't let this happen. Rachel, if I ever get asked to work on an acne cream, kill me. <laughs> sounds awful. Uh, 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 Rachel, uh, would you? What, what movie have you last seen? I cannot think of what movie I last seen. Do you know? Do I know? Yeah. Sometimes it's not a verbal thing. Oh wait, it wasn't. It, it was uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. We, we, we were watching the whole. It was. Thing. It was the Dark Knight Rises. That's the that's the Bane one, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah wow. that's the Bane one. Uh, oh, just did you do that in part of like other Batman viewings, or was that just the one you pulled? We watched all, every single Batman. We ever. did the same thing during the pandemic. Yeah, we did the same thing. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Yes, we watched them all over the course of like. I don't know, four or five months. Maybe? I, I really reassessed my relationship with the Joel Schumacher ones. Yeah, like I now think that they're actually kind of cool. They're actually really neat. <laughs> I totally agree. I, yes, I agree. It was not. It was different than I remembered watching them when I was a much smaller, yeah, you know, child. But, they were uh, good. Uh, what's your review of Dark Knight Rises? You know, compared to the other, to the other, you know. Nolan, Batman, Batman films. I don't know that you can. It was not my favorite of, of those. It's a bit of a fumbled. It's language. a bit of. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, my review is that it was entertaining and it provided some sort of ending, but it was. It was a little bit. It was It was kind of slow moving. It yeah, was, it's very slow moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We did watch it with two of our uh, really good friends that are both doctors. <laughs> and they could not get over the scene in which um, Marion Cotillard dies. <laughs> and they could not get over. They were like, why? People do not die like this. And so they... Oh, you mean like a crumpled puppet <laughs> sitting in the cab of a truck? <laughs> she was just like... It was like 
then she like she just very dramatic and she's just like and then she like closes her eyes and they're like why so their review was that it was not accurate to you know in their medical you know professional opinion it was not accurate um but yeah i think it was like it was supposed to be maybe it was a little bit disappointing like it was good but maybe disappointing to end i don't know it was a little bit i don't know my review is Medium. Medium. Okay, I like that. It's a, a great uh, rating system that I don't quite understand. Thank you. <laughs> All right, now I'm here with someone else to give us a movie review. Who, what's up? Hi, I'm Hannah, and I'm deciding, like, the newest movie I saw or just literally the last movie I watched. It, uh, either is fine with me. I'm not going to judge. You can start over no, if you want. No, it's fine. No, okay. no, this is supposed to be loose and natural. Uh, cinema verite. Very, very curated. So that makes me deeply uncomfortable. And I hope exactly. you get this part. No. Anyways, the last movie. I might. <laughs> um, the last movie I saw was What We Do in the Shadows, the original, the original one. It's with so good. TV. Jermaine Clement, and it was just, uh, it gets better every single time. I, we were showing it to my fiance's mother for the very first time, so I got to watch it with somebody who had never seen it. Ooh, always a delight. Always a delight, particularly when it's that kind of like faux documentary, very dry humor that is also so silly and so goofy. At the same time. Also, I know, I know that not, you can't stereotype all parents, but I feel like there's movies that I would show to my parents that I would know would be a slam dunk, mm-hmm. and I feel like What We Do in the Shadows is one of them. Oh, definitely. Like, um, all love and respect to my future mother-in-law, but she talks during movies, and it's because, like a toddler, they don't have her attention. So she thinks she can be funnier than the movie. And, like, sometimes she's right. But point is, (laughs) point is she talks during movies, which a lot of people find extremely aggravating. She was encaptured enough by this movie that she did not make as many comments as I was expecting. Maybe only two or three. That's great. Wow. That's a, yeah. that's a good ratio. Yeah, I, I always, uh, uh, I, I always remember about uh, what we do in the shadows mm-hmm. is that when I saw, like, wanted to see it the first time, I was, like, skeptical in my head because, like, at that point, the mockumentary talking head mm-hmm. thing was so overdone. Was, There's yes. no way that this is going to be, like, as, as good as it ended up being. Yeah, but that's the magic of Taika Waititi is my fangirl opinion. I'll accept it because I don't. I mean, I mean, I do find all the actors who are in that film very charming. Very, uh, very charming. Uh, but because uh, I was, you know, I don't, uh, a big oh, Fly of the Concords fan as well. Oh yes, naturally, naturally. And in fact, my only note about that is if maybe they could have slotted Brett in as one of the vampires. Uh, no offense um, to the guy who played the young vampire they bring on, but uh, he is a he is a, he is he is already involved in a fantasy series by being a Lord of the Rings elf. Yes, so, <laughs> an IRL Lord of the Rings elf. IRL Fickwitch? Is that his name? Flitwick? No, that's... Legolas? Fickwidget? Fickwidget. No, the fans of Flight of the Concords latched onto his cameo and like gave oh, him a right. name. I remember that. Yes, you're right. Yes, and I think you're right. I think it's Fickwidget. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, point is, oh my God, they, got him, they got him a role in the Hobbit prequels. Yeah. <coughs> uh, forgive me. That's all right. 
it was a watermelon seed, which I should have expected as I'm eating a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> An entire watermelon during this entire interview. It's barehanded. It's very drippy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what did you think of Fly the Concords on your your most recent viewing? Oh, I no, but sorry. What we do in the shadows? <laughs> Which one are you asking me? What are we doing in the shadows? What do you think of that one? Oh, it's so fucking funny. What I like looking for this time is because we also just, for for funsies, rewatched the second season of the television show, which is just as brilliant in its own way. Um, but I like seeing how many things, like callbacks they make to the movie in the show that are just so subtle. Mm-hmm. And like, like stuff like in the movie at the big, big event at the end, they have a quote unquote chocolate fountain, but you're supposed to, it like, it's blood, it's blood. And then like in the first episode of the second season, they're like, we need, we need a fountain that does the blood. I'm like, yeah, it's just little, little set things. That is great. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Um, yeah. So it was a very technical viewing is what I'm saying. And I looked at it with new artistic technical eyes and still found myself having fun. Well, hell yeah. Thank you, Hannah. That was a really weird transition, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me get my beer situation all figured out here. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. <clears throat> I'm here now with birthday boy, Pat. Pat, what was the last movie you saw? Uh, I recently saw Bad Trip. What did you think about it? I liked it. It was good. I laughed very loudly. Uh, I don't know if it's just because I haven't watched a funny movie in a while or because I was drunk or because it was truly fantastic, which it was a good time. It was really fun. Yeah, I I laughed really hard. It was good. I've also, it's like one of those ones that uh, Eric Andre did the rounds on a lot of podcasts I listened to. So I was like very well primed to watch that movie with trivia already known. I was very impressed. It was like, uh, you know, someone who was a fan of, like, the Eric Andre show. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, how it was kind of like, uh, no, no, like, certainly no way of saying, like, sold out. But like a, 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 a Eric Andre that could be enjoyed by mainstream audiences. I call it a palatable Eric Andre. Because, yes. like, truly, I cannot. A lot of Adult Swim humor and stuff like that. And, like, things like Tim and Eric, Eric Andre show, it's like... Those are great. I'm happy they exist. I cannot watch that much of it. It yeah. stresses me out. Same. I can do one Eric Andre in a sitting. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And so, like, seeing him just do a movie and show off some of his skills and just, like, yeah, no, I can make this enjoyable. And like, uh, he, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, so good. Wow. That was, yeah. I mean, I, you know, She's we, 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 all, we all know that the Oscars She's never best. respect such performances, yeah. but that was a really good performance She's, in a very interesting, like a prank movie kind of sort of sketch role. That was very interesting. She's good in everything she's in. Yeah. Tuca and Birdie rips real hard. Uh, she's excellent in that thing. I mean, she completely disappears. Like, cause she's like, She's, like, real famous, I feel like, and the fact that she was able... For sure, for sure, yeah. yeah I'd recognize Tiffany Haddish, yeah, yeah. yeah. I but think a lot of not... people would, but they dressed her up in a way. It's just like, oh, yeah, she can go on the street and be someone else, and, like, yeah, no, she did a great job. It was good. I always wonder that, too, because, like, I mean, they, they definitely, you know, for, for Tiffany Haddish, I feel like they did a good job disguising her, mm-hmm. uh, but, like, Eric Andre, like, I mean, I would see him come from a mile away. I, I mean... Yeah, but normies <laughs> don't. Like, a lot of people, because he, he, he's, he's, like... We're comedians, so we're just like, oh, I know like all these people, and then you like go to someone, they're like, who's Jim Gaffigan? Oh and, yeah, and it's just like, 
he's really successful. Um, <laughs> like a, a blonde dad who talks about food? I don't know. Like, hot pocket guy. Like High voice talk out bit? I don't know. Yeah, so it's just like, it, it, it's really hard to like gauge when you're in that to be like, how famous is Eric Andre? Because this is like truly probably not very, unless maybe if you're at a college campus, yeah. but if you're just like in the rural south or whatever, like, yeah, not likely. Well, I think from like the Borat sequel too, like yeah. we learned that like that is still a frontier in which that format of sort of pranky character yeah. show still can work because people are less familiar with who those actors are. I feel like also you have a huge benefit of if you're in a city like even Chicago, but New York or LA, you expect to see a famous person. Yeah. And just if you, you know, Tony Hawk gets a lot of you look like Tony Hawk. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I mean, yes. I, I, I mean, I definitely recognize Eric Andre and Tiffany Haddish. But yes, if they rush past me fist fighting in a Waffle House, I yeah. might not recognize them in that moment. It's that thing. If you saw them in Chicago, you'd be like, oh, look, it's Eric Andre and Tiffany Haddish. Are they doing a show this weekend? But if you just were in, you know, flyover country kind of somewhere else, you might just be like, wow, that guy looks suspiciously like Eric Andre. <laughs> uh, but, but so your review of, uh, Bad, of Trip. Bad Trip is... Good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. It was very funny. And like as someone who doesn't really like pranks, I liked it. Same, same. I, I will say my one, I mean, critique of it. I also like to pick yeah, your... Pick, is, uh, like, I mean, I really liked all the pranks, but I found the plot completely unnecessary. Uh, I, I like that they did it because... It made the whole, th I think it played off the wholesomeness of the whole thing. Because the two things that I think work for it really well. That's a good point. Is that, one, uh, the people making the movie are the butt of every joke. They're not, they're not pulling the wool over people's eyes and then being like, oh, you're dumb for believing someone. Because that's always just like, yeah, because they're like nice people. Like, of course they believed you. You told them something and they just took you at face value or whatever it's like that's a good why, quality why would you have been lying yeah and it's, so it's like i don't always that's the kind of the thing with pranks sometimes especially when it's just like random people it's just like yeah they're just it, like if you find an asshole great but if you're just doing it to like a random person it's just like not exciting for me but you know eric and and laurel and everybody are, are the butt of the jokes and stuff like that and i like that and then I, I like the story not because i thought it was good or well fleshed out or anything like that but it just kind of served as like a this very wholesome idiot is trying to have a nice life and that's the through line and I think it just helped set the tone that this is a prank movie but the prank movie is this very sweet moron has a, yeah, has a terrible plan and he's going to do it but he's there's it's very sweet like the whole thing is cute and then like I love that when he shows up at the art gallery or not to spoil it or whatever, but just like, it doesn't go well. No, and that's, no, it's a disaster. And I, and I like that. And I like that the whole movie's kind of just like, I like that they did it, but they're not that attached to it. Cause like a complaint I have about some movies, like certain Jeb, Jeb Apatow produced products is that like, they want you to emotionally care about stuff in a movie that is completely ridiculous. And I don't like that. I like if yeah, put a cute plot on it, but then don't be so like clingy. Like I don't yeah yeah. There's a the, plot. The tugging at the heartstrings. Right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And like the movie doesn't take itself that seriously. It's like yeah, we didn't flush these guys out that much. 
shrug. This this segues nicely into my next thing. I you know yep. I, I don't know if you you know pay attention to film discourses that sure. by time this is released will be okay. too old. But yep. just sort of uh, the discussion, which I think will still be going on yep. later, is like uh, uh, there, there's there's not a lot of comedy movies now. Comedy yep. is sort of on the way out. It's and I you know it's largely people will, will, will you know the the idiots on the line yep. will say it's like woke culture, but really it's just the studio system doesn't really allow those to happen as much. And that was a, that was an interesting um, not exception because it was a streaming movie, yep. but it felt like something that we would have seen years and like a decade ago back when Jackass was really popular, yep. and it felt good to see something like that. So, first of all, I think it would have gotten a theatrical release if it hadn't been for COVID. Which would have been awesome. I would have loved to see that movie in a theater. For sure. That would have been fun with people. Oh, my God. We would have been how I would have missed half the movie. I would have had to see it again. Um, oh, God. that Man, I didn't even, like, consider that for a second. That is, oh, my God, that would have been so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, I, I you know, like I said, I heard a number of interviews with Eric uh, before I watched it, um, just on the podcast that I listened to or whatever, and it's like, yeah, I, I can feel kind of bad for them just because it's like, yeah, that would have been a blast in a theater. That's how, how they produced it. They put all this time into it. I think they still got a good release out of it and whatever, but it's like, yeah, it would have been awesome to see, you know, Tiffany Haddish hanging him off, like, on a huge screen or something like yeah. that. Like, it really would have sold a lot of that stuff. A lot of the, like, the car stunts, yeah, too, probably yeah. played a lot better on a bigger screen. But anyways, um, to answer your question, so I think where we're at, is an unfortunate place where we're not I don't think there's a lot of people that are trying I don't I don't think studios are super interested in trying new untested stuff oh for sure oh so, yeah, yeah 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 so what we get is uh, Judd Apatow can make comedies mm-hmm. uh, these guys from Jackass can make comedies because they've made comedies before that have been yeah. successful and stuff so they want to do a project with Eric Andre, they can do it. If Judd Apatow wants to do a project with anybody, they can make that movie. But the idea that, you know, we would just, you know, go out on a limb and, like, give someone this, like, creative control. Like, to some extent, I understand, but it's just, like, comedy is just so narrow as far as the avenue that you can go to get it made right now. As far as, like, they want to pair you with people that, like make money or, or whatever like it feels like you know especially yeah. with the with Joe Apatow mm-hmm. and the Jackass guys comedy is stuck in the 2010s oh yeah I mean and yeah and it's just like nobody's and, and it's not not but not comedy film specifically like yes. comedy has moved on just oh, fine oh yeah well and it, it, it's it's just it's just so it's hard to do a good move a comedy movie for one but it's it's just like well you know at some point someone's gonna do some movie that costs them way below the an event is happening there's a grill incident going on behind us folks so so, so stay tuned Uh, i assume this will be edited out but like who knows i mean we like to capture the the atmosphere of the party as part of the conversation yeah Yeah, it's just a it grill incident has been resolved. <laughs> what were you saying, Pat? Uh, just like, I think at some point someone will make a thing that's successful mm-hmm. in a comedy film, and it, and everyone and a lot of people maybe will go like, "Oh shit, that's like amazing," or, or whatever, yeah. and, and then we'll get a bunch of movies that feel kind of like that yeah. and stuff like that, as as tends to happen sometimes. And it's not that. 
comedy. It's it's just. What's up? Yeah, should be fine. You can rotate it if you want, but it's probably fine. I see what you mean, Pat. Uh, uh, well, outside of the corn thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think I think to, to summarize, I think what we're both yeah. thinking here is, uh, I I do agree that I, I guess I guess what what, what I what I see is that comedy continues to move while comedy film stalls because of the commercial efforts being put against it. And it kind of feels like unless course correction is made, the comedy will move on past being able to be filmed. Um, I don't know. Not that that it couldn't come back. Just what is currently popular isn't film stuff it isn't even tv stuff it's no. it's different i mean yeah and it, i think it, it's like a large mix i mean everything's so much bigger and fractured now uh making a movie is such a weird investment for a business now because it's so much money and you're gonna what put it in a theater and do all this and it's just like i could put it on youtube i could put it on netflix i could do it's like it's just like such a strange landscape to navigate even if you're an established thing that um i think it'll it'll be interesting also it's like a lot of the really good comedy right now isn't necessarily people i want to if if i was an executive hypothetically would want to give several you know tens of millions of dollars to make a film it's like no they have a great hour half hour or something like that but it's a very different skill from making an amazing movie and stuff like that or just being responsible enough with that amount of money uh comedians are notoriously bad with cash yeah um so you know, I don't think it's, like, dead or anything like that. But, you know, we're... It's going to be... And, you know, it's like, you know, there was a time when comedy movies were really booming. But now there's just so many other things. And so, I don't know. It'll be interesting. But I don't think it's... It'll come back. Oh, yeah. I think it's just in waves. Like, eventually we won't have a new su- superhero movie every single week. And maybe something else will be there. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Pat. I really appreciate that. And also, happy birthday, buddy. Oh, thanks, man. It'll be... Thanks. Happy birthday, dear Pat. Happy birthday to you.